0: Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents and carers. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Today, we're revisiting one of our favourite interviews from the archive. I hope you enjoy it. In my home, I am always at odds with my husband about how he expresses his anger in front of the kids, or me. Let's be honest. Then I heard a podcast by producer Sam Loy on his series, Human Ordinary. He talked about his experiences with anger and how his kids react to it. It was insightful because before then, I just felt completely frustrated with my husband. It felt like a really obvious emotion that we need to manage in front of our children. But things are always different from the other side. So I've asked Sam on the show to talk about how he experiences anger and how it may have changed after he had kids. Hi Sam, how are you? Hi, good
1: Siobhan. how are you?
0: Good. Now, this um, podcast that you produced and broadcast was um, about an angry bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what made you think of yourself as the angry bear?
1: So, the, yeah, the bear part is... Through my daughter, so she watches this. Uh, well, I'm sure a lot of people watch, not just her. There's a movie called Brave, uh, and in the movie there is a character, and it's a it's a very uh, dangerous, feisty bear, which she called the Daddy Bear. Um, you know, and well, it's she, a
0: male bear, the scary one. To be fair,
1: right? But it's sort of like I was talking about that with my partner, and it's sort of like it's not. It's not distinctly male. We were sort of discussing it and we're sort of about uh, that. I think they probably imbued some of those characters with certain stereotypes. Like, you know, um, yeah, yeah. To be fair to her in the story, it is a guy that was changed into a bear, but you don't really learn that until the end. So we were sort of really thinking at how, how uh, stereotypical it is for, 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 men and anger to be linked um, anyway, so she called this the daddy bear and, and then I started to think about times that I have gotten angry and often when my anger sort of exhibits itself, it is, it's kind of like a roar, you know, I just get so frustrated and so pent up and it just comes out like a bear. Um, so hence hence the uh, the story that I made and which, which was called the daddy bear and yeah, I guess it started from there.
0: Just on what you said then, mm. in that your anger it kind of expresses itself as a roar, is that something that you experienced as a child? Like, was that the way your dad expressed anger?
1: That's, yeah, that's, that's just something that I, um, I'm denied about with, with the story. My dad has a similar sort of anger display as me. Um So yeah, it was. It was something that I uh, observed and watched growing up. Um uh, you know, and I think we're very alike in personalities as well. T- to know us is, you know, we're we're friendly people. We're usually very calm, but there's it seems like we're we're both like an elastic band, just ready to snap, like just meters off snapping. And and when we're not snapped, you wouldn't know it. Like some people that I meet and I'm friends with, they're so surprised to know that I do have like an anger problem.
0: That, that would be the same as my husband actually. Right. Because he's got terrible road rage. <laughs> and, yeah. And someone, and I, I'm sure he's, he's definitely not alone in that. But when, before we started dating, someone told me that and I just, I was like, don't be ridiculous as if he, and people still cannot see that expression of anger. But it's interesting. You say that your father was like that because mm. often with my husband, the conversation will be, you know, my dad, was like this and it didn't do me any harm mm. um, in that way in your experience of anger with your dad and yourself is it kind of a a normal emotion you know where people might respond to it and say oh that isn't normal but for you in your life is it a really normal way to express emotions
1: it, it has been I mean certainly it's it's often felt natural and normal and it was quite a shock to me. It was probably not until, I think, my early 20s where I really started to consider my anger in that. I, I think up until then, I was sort of of the mind that every person was getting angry in this way. Like, this this was normal. Yeah. And so, it wasn't until, um, yeah, sort of talking. It was actually, it was an ex-girlfriend who... Uh, I guess, you know, once we had broken up, she felt a a little (laughs) bit more comfortable to talk about these things, but yeah, essentially said, you know, you are one of the angriest people that I've ever met. And that was like, wow, that was really, Mm. really confronting. So then I guess started sort of a, a bit of a process of, of considering it. But, you know, I mean, in terms of, of an emotion and it's funny because in my day job, was up until very recently i was a youth worker and i've been a youth worker for uh for uh, 10 years or more and i do a lot of presenting and a lot of sort of uh not counseling but you know you, you, helping mentoring whatever and often what i would tell young people is that there's nothing wrong with the emotion of anger like anger is a normal emotion that everyone should experience like sadness like joy but it's the way that we express it that can become a problem and that's certainly what it is with me like i'm I, I don't, I'm not ashamed or I don't want to sort of cut the emotion of anger out of my life, but certainly that how I express it um, is problematic. And, but yeah, a relatively new revelation that has been, it is problematic.
0: And part of, I imagine part of that would be that um, you grew up with your father, you love your father. Um, he taught you lots of things and right from wrong. And so you might not have identified The expression of anger that way is a bad thing. Mm. Because it didn't, maybe it didn't impact you badly. I mean, I know that's how my husband feels. He tells me stories about how his father was terrifying when he was growing up Mm. and, you know, how he used to get sent to the toilet if he didn't finish his dinner. And, you know, we've all got stories like that. And if it wasn't something that made you tremble in the corner and end up with lots of mental health concerns (coughs) later Mm -hmm. in life, then why would you question it?
1: Yeah, for sure. And and something that me and Dad sort of share as well is that the anger never translated to to physicality. Like there's there was never anything like that with my dad and there's never been anything like that with me either. Um and so I, I think, yeah, it's sort of it it stopped just short of being absolutely terrifying, um and, and wounding for me sort of psychologically. And yeah, and I think, you know, for uh, you know, well, no, I mean, not just for men, but I think for for everybody, like your your father or or the the father figure that you have in your life becomes the archetype and the blueprint for for all men. And so, the same is is true for me. Like, you know, I mean, either you can take it as I have a little quirk in my personality that I was born with in my DNA or whatever it might be. I'm I'm certainly not a geneticist, but but that means that I have an anger problem, or I've learned it. You know, and if I have learnt it, then most definitely it came from my dad and most definitely it's come from, um, him normalizing those displays and maybe even, um, the display of anger becoming something admirable in him as well. So say, look at my dad, you know, what a man he is, how, you know, angry that he gets sometimes and how much he raises his voice and asserts his dominance, you know, so then you, we might mimic that. Um, in order to be, um, you know, to to fit that that mould.
0: And also once you become a father, um, there's still, regardless of how you live your life and your family, there's still a lot of expectations on dads to start shearing, uh, to start steering the ship, Mm. so to speak, to be the breadwinner, to, you know, even if you decide where I'm going to stay at home and you're going to go to work, there's still all these expectations on men to behave a certain way once they have small children, mm. um, you mentioned that perhaps the first time you started to reflect on your anger was in your early 20s, after your um, ex-girlfriend very kindly pointed it <laughs> yeah. out to you. Thanks for that. Um, But it really sounds like it hit home after your daughter said she was scared of you when you were angry. How did that make you feel?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if I... I mean, it, it, it hits home in a different way. Um, you know, certainly, you know, that ex-girlfriend and that, that's sort of like 12 years ago now. Like that's, that's been like a process, you know, till now. Um, and there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of trips to the psychologist as well. Like uh, I've seen probably three different psychs in my life, all for the same reason. It's all for, all for anger, but it's something different when you have this child there that you love absolutely unconditionally, you know, with, without a doubt, de- like, I mean, you know, you're a parent, like parenthood just changes you, you know, irreversibly, like you're never the same again. And so there's this little person that you helped create. Um, and they're afraid of you sometimes, like you put fear into them, you know, and the other, the other real bad one is sometimes if I might, you know, kids do things, naughty things, and I guess there's right ways and wrong ways to respond to, to their naughtiness. And, But another one that I really hate is that I might react in a poor way to my frustrations and her behavior and she'll start crying for her mum, you know, and that, that really gets to me as well because I've made her feel so uncomfortable with me, her parent who loves her dearly, that she wants, you know, my partner, um, to, to be here instead of me. Uh, So it's certainly, it really hits home in a completely different way than just, an ex-girlfriend or a partner or a friend or whatever sort of saying that you're angry. Because yeah. I, you know, I guess you can see it as well.
0: You just mentioned you'd seen a few um, counsellors and psychologists mm. about anger issues along the way. Um, when you kind of realised that, that this is how your daughter was feeling when you got angry, did it help to manage your behaviour? Or, I mean, what what did you do once you made that discovery?
1: Yeah, well, I, I did. I went straight back to a psychologist about it. There was a particular time before our son was born that, um, that I blew up and, you know, and again, I, I, I do want to stress, sometimes I worry that I might be giving the wrong impression about what my anger looks like. And, and I do want to stress that it's, it's, it's never physical. It doesn't mean that it's not terrifying or, or that it's okay, but certainly when I blow up, it's just me behaving like an absolute banana. Um, <laughs> and so so I did, I went, I went back to uh, a, a psychologist and, but it's, it's hard. And this is probably another, I guess, character personality flaw in me is that I find it hard to, to, to stick with things and to follow things through and to have, especially if the, the goal that I want is, is years in the future. I find that really difficult sometimes. Like I'm very much a person that wants an immediate result. So, you know, I want to go to a psych and I want to talk about some issues and, and I want to, I want to feel better and I want my behavior to have changed like after one session. Um, and, and, and often it does actually the process of, of for an hour, like just verbal diarrhea. Um, I'm not sure that's a word, but we'll go with it anyway, <laughs> um, you know, is, can be really helpful, but you know, I so I saw this psychologist for a couple of months, um, no, probably probably longer actually. It was probably a, a few sessions, uh, but then I stopped going. You know, and it's difficult to sort of maintain that and to maintain those strategies that they give you. It's a real challenge, and it's something that I'm definitely not perfect with, and that I I do struggle with. Um, you know, and every time that I still get angry, I I think ah. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have seen the, the signs. I should have used the strategies that I've learned. But it's it's just an ongoing thing.
0: It strikes me that anger is a, a very particular kind of emotion to try and learn how to manage because, by its very definition, it's like a, a flint to a stone and then it's fireworks everywhere. Mm, yeah. Um, not sure if that was the right metaphor either. I've never seen <laughs> no, that's, fireworks that's come from one. a flint and a stone. But anyway, um, what I mean is, like, how, I mean, I. You were just mentioning some things that they were saying to put in place. Mm. I imagine it might be a bit like when a toddler has a tantrum; like Mm. they tell you um, to manage it along the way, but then once the tantrum happens, there's not a lot you can do, is there? Um, Because it's they're such strong emotions.
1: Yeah, yeah. So is it all
0: about the noticing, like you said, noticing the signs in the lead up to when you're just about to break.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. That's what the, the, the psychs do say. It's sort of, they'll often say that you develop a pattern of behavior, like a pattern of responses to particular things. Um, and that what the the trick is, or, um, like one of the strategies is to identify what your trigger is. And for me, one thing that I've identified over the years is, is one of the things is a feeling of not being heard. Um, a feeling of not being, no, it's not, I was about to say respected, but it's not about respect. It's about, um, yeah, having sort of my voice, um, listened to, I think often. Um, and, and those situations can happen, you know, for any number of reasons.
0: How old's your daughter? Uh, nearly four. (laughs) Yeah. If you've got a four year old, they don't listen to us (laughs) ever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: You know, and so, so for me, then what it would be about is to be able to pick off those moments when they occur and just sort of say, okay, here it is. And here I might be feeling the physiological response that that, that I might have to anger. And then, okay, now I need to put in that strategy in, into place. Um, so yeah, it's really, you know, about stepping outside of yourself a little bit and sort of starting to, to know, you know, like, like the matrix, you got to look at it and you go, okay, well, there's a glitch there and, and let's do something about that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are there any things that, um, other people can help you with? Like, I know that I'm definitely not helpful when my husband gets angry because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is it? You're an adult, handle it. Uh, and I'm quite abrasive in mm. that moment. I, I- <laughs> Saying that out loud, um, realise I realise how bad that is. But um, are there ways that you know your partner can help, um, or friends can help when you start getting angry, or do you mm. see it as a very kind of individual noticing your own behaviour, trying to calm that down?
1: I think for me it is. I tend to get, and, and maybe it might sound like your, your husband's the, the same. I get incredibly irrational when I, when I'm angry, um, and then and then i and then yeah i am i'm behaving a bit like a toddler because then there's a drive in me to to be right so if the anger is sp- sprung up from you know a robust discussion i might be having with my partner which then turns into an argument then the dominant sort of drive in me is to win the argument at all costs and that that, that just gives birth to absolute irrationality often what has worked for me is if i remove myself from the situation And then I go and cool down somewhere Um, that, that can work. Um, Sometimes it doesn't because (laughs) then I go off and then I'm by myself and then I'm, I'm like, you know, having a conversation with myself, you know, and also pretending to be my partner. And you know how you do that sometimes. And (laughs) and then, and then you convince yourself that, you know, she thinks a certain ways. Then you come back in the house and you go, yeah, and there was this thing. And (laughs) um, so sometimes that can't work as well. But I guess uh, funnily enough, one thing, if, if anything does work when someone is, uh, trying to, I guess, calm me down, it's by telling me how silly I'm being like, um, not arcing up, not trying to match it because then that, that silly child sort of wants to win. So, but just sort of, you know, you're being, you're being a fool, you know, just, just calm it down. You know, we're, we're better than this kind of thing.
0: Um, And what about your partner? Does she express anger in a similar way? Or if it is different, how is it different?
1: Very different. We, yeah, we're very different in that respect. Um, uh, Our displays of of emotions. She certainly, I mean, she does get angry sometimes, but nothing, nothing like me and my experience. Like she's very, very cool-headed very cool headed person. Um, so yeah. Um, and, and I really admire and, and I certainly envy her because, you know, one of one way that sort of my anger and the irrationality that comes along with my anger, which I hate, and I detest this about myself, but is that like, I'll blame, I'll blame random people. For, for the things that have gone wrong, like people that, you know, and, and a lot of the time, because she's so close to me, it's my partners to blame for everything, you know, and she never does that, you know, um, you know, even when, even when I might deserve some anger, um, you know, directed at me for something that I may have done. Um, she, she doesn't even fling anything my way, you know, she's, so she's really amazing like that. Um, and I, I, I wish I was more like her. So at least I guess our kids are getting.
0: Ying and yang. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, thank you so much for coming in and chatting with me.
1: No worries. It's been, it's been really good.
0: That's Sam Loy. He's the producer of Human Ordinary. You can download his very awesome podcast where you've subscribed to this one. We'll also include links to their website in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at parentbrand.com.au. See you next time.